time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Welcome back, Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We got Brian Falconer, co-host back. of the year. I'm back. Back, baby. He is back. Man, it's good to have you in the studio. Yeah, you just don't know, bro. Good, you don't man. Know, man. So it's the holidays. Yes, sir. And you're off until like next year. Next, dude. <laughs> next I, year. I, you know what? I'm usually not an envious man, but holy <laughs> shit! I walked out of there last Tuesday and said, "I see y'all next year." And they's like, "What, dude?" Yeah, 2022. If, if I could do that, if I could do that, when I walked out, I'd be <laughs> like, you know, I don't know if you ever seen uh, what was that? Eastbound and down, southbound no. and down. No. What was that? And, you know, the baseball player, Yeah, he comes walking out, and he's got a blazer on, he's got a cowboy hat on, and he's like, we walking like this, and he says, suck it. <laughs> That's how I would be walking out if I was off for two and a half, three weeks. Yeah, you'd be walking out for longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about? Was What was his name? Rogers. Something. Was it Kenny Rogers? He was a pitcher. You didn't ever see that show no, on HBO? No. Dude, that show no. is hilarious. I've never seen that one. I mean, redneck, <laughs> out of work, has been professional pitcher, pitcher. Uh-huh. goes home and is just throwing money around until he's completely broke. It has to come back. No, then he has to live with his like brother and his sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's the premise was funny. <laughs> I bro- I'm bro- oh man, I gotta go stay with my brother now. Nah. But 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 he never like he always acted like he had money no matter what. Yeah. You know, no matter he was broke, he was borrowing money, selling shit. He was still on that level, right? He was like. I'm Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. Dude, yeah. It was a great show. I can't believe you've never seen it. No, sir. Huh. I haven't. Mm. But evidently, I need to add it to my list. Yeah, you do. So let's tell everybody what we're smoking tonight. We're smoking a special stick. Yes, sir. This is the Patriarch from Tabanero. And it's like, when you want to kick it up a notch. <sighs> And you know, I was actually scared to smoke one of these. Why? Because you pay 50 bucks for a cigar. <laughs> you know, that's a tough buy yeah. for me because you know I'm a budget guy. Yes, sir. But, dude, I'm saying right now, I'll it's buy another it. one. Well, not, maybe not today, not tomorrow, but I will. <laughs> next year. Next year. <laughs> yeah, next year in 2022. I'll buy one. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it, man. So, how are you enjoying it over oh, there? Bro, I'm loving it. As you say. I had smoked one before, and I told you about it. You was like, I don't know, $50. I was like, dude, you'll love it. And guess what? You did. You know what I love? Oh, God. That smooth retro oh, okay. hell. Yeah, okay. Dude, it's, the retro hell is creamy. You know what? We got to teach Corey, Corey how to retro hell. I was trying to teach him the other day. No skill. Zero skills. Was he choking? No, like he was coughing. He, he looked like he was like holding a cigarette, and like, <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, are you constipated? Brief, brief." <laughs> yeah, it's <was> like push. <laughs> but no, let it go. This is a cigar that you almost oh, definitely, dude. Love. You need to practice over there while you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, and try. Dude, how is that retro? It's beautiful. Beautiful. Like you said, you get that creaminess. I can still taste the mocha in the retro hell, too. Mm. And from a and from a Maduro. Huh, come on now. 
I don't ever remember having a Maduro that has a creamy retro hell. Nope. You know what I mean? It's nope. like I've had some retro hells from dark cigars that were very good, but not creamy. Gotcha. You know what's funny is I got Casey Hatcher to uh-huh. retro hell, and she was like, like this. I'll show you what she did. <laughs> Everybody's stuck. <laughs> she just did both poof. of them. No, no, poof. it was just a poof out of her nose, and it was so fast. But she was like, "That burned." Yeah. <laughs> let's let know that's your first time. I said, I said, "Well, you shouldn't have done it all at one, one time. time. You got to let know, it go a, smoothly. It's a, it's, yes. it's a slow process." And so, anyway, Corey, you need. I mean, when I tell a female how to do it, and she does it the very first time, and now we've been working on you for like three years. Oh my god. Yeah. Don't say anything, Corey. Just let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. Because he'll take it down that rabbit hey, hole, hey. bro. Come on. Come on. Yes, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Just, Just grab. Just Can I grab. Get Can I get a bite? <laughs> so let's tell everybody what we're drinking tonight. Oh. Uh, I actually picked up a little special bottle. You know, I'm not a big Maker's Mark No, guy, sir. But this was on the shelf, and it's the Maker's Mark Cask Strength. And it's good. It, it's surprisingly smooth. I expected it to be hot. Mm-hmm. It's 109.4 yeah. proof. And to me, it it really hits the palate with a plethora of flavor. He said plethora. But it doesn't give you that, like, Booker's punch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and, I mean, granted that Booker's is about 18 proof higher, mm-hmm. but I was kind of expecting this to be super hot. And it wasn't. It was not hot at all. Mm-hmm. It was very smooth. Although, I did have to crack open the bottle of Eagle Rare because apparently <laughs> it was too hot for Corey. For Corey. <laughs> you know, I've been saving that bottle for like six months, and Corey's like, you got anything smoother? smoother. <laughs> like, well, I was saving this for my dad's anniversary of when he died, but I guess... Dude, why are you doing that? <laughs> guilt, that just, guilt, that just guilt, shows you how guilt. much we love the guy. Yeah, that's true. You know but I mean? he didn't take it that way. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're not. It wasn't my dad's yeah. death anniversary. It was my mom. See? <laughs> See? You know what day that is? No, we don't. February the 13th. That's okay. the day my mother passed. It's a special day. Yeah, got you. My dad was March the 25th, 41 days later. Mm-hmm. And so I never those I don't really keep up with dates very well. But you keep those. Those two I keep. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. (laughs) I'm hoping that when I go. Oh, here we go. It's a special day. No. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. Bro, you you don't understand. People appreciate you. They do. You you you, I want it to be rememberable. But see, rememberable for you. And for the rest of the world are two different things <laughs> because you want to have something that would just be. Do you know whenever oh, I was here we go. 18, I planned. I bet, folks. I bet. I'm I, sorry. I, I planned my funeral. Okay. And what did you say? No, no, no. I didn't say nothing. I, I, I'll be dead. No, you planned it. So you said something. Yeah. 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 Well, say what I, it was going to be like. I wrote it down. Okay. And? So I wanted it to be like. All it is is a, like a drive-by, not like with guns, but like I wanted to be dead in the back of a like an old Cadillac hearse, uh-huh. 
and that hearse to be blasting Sinead O'Connor music. <laughs> Sinead O'Connor? Yeah. <laughs> you even know who that is? Yeah, I know who Sinead O'Connor. Before bald and after bald. Either one. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that would be like, I don't know what the fuck I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, they're going to hear the music coming. They're going to be doing you like this as you're going by. <laughs> I don't know who that guy was, but... <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I always pictured my funeral. And I don't want people coming standing next to the hole. They can just pull the Cadillac up, wheel it out, and then have the Cadillac like lurch off the line and I'll fall down into the hole. I can, you are the only person that would say that. Why? Come on, dude. Not everybody wants to just be laid in a hole. You just want to be thrown in there. Just throw me in there. <laughs> Torque. Yeah. Torque. Exactly. <laughs> no. I, no. I, you know what? I just think that, you know, I think we have gotten in a big rut with funerals. As in? They're all the same. Death is the same. <laughs> I know, but let's liven it up a little bit. Oh, you want to be like a, a New Orleans funeral. You want a band going down the street. <laughs> right. Not worrying about the hole in yeah, the ground. Let's you. drive. So you, people don't want to go to a funeral. Bring it yeah, to them. Yeah. I got you. That's Somewhat. Somewhat, I have you. As far as I a, will say that I probably wouldn't bring that up, but <laughs> this Maker's Mark is pretty good. Okay, because he's going for bottle. I mean, glass number three, not bottle glass number three. <laughs> Ooh, man, so hey, let's talk about our two of our sponsors two right of, now. Two. Of them. Uh, let's go with the first one is the Leaf. If you Ooh. don't know what we think about the leaf then you've never heard this show <laughs> at all <laughs> because we were there this morning me and brian mm-hmm. hanging out what, what it was no it was afternoon because mm-hmm. i didn't get up till late today i slept in <laughs> it was not i'm vacation. on vacation dude i don't get to sleep in my and when i say slip in i got up at nine you know that's sleeping into me because you're up at the crack of dawn any other i'm day. up before the crack of dawn mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm squeezing in the butt crack. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my God. So, anyway, uh, it's nice sleeping in. But anyway, the leaf. I've spent a lot of time at the leaf since I've been on vacation. And it's like, because, you know, back in the day, oh, I was man. there almost every, every day. Every day. We both were. And, you know, that's not possible now. Mm-mm. And so, when I'm on vacation, I'm like, hey, honey, uh. I'm heading to the leaf, and she's like, you know what she says? My wife says, well, I figured you would be. <laughs> that That's when you know you have a good wife. When she says, I thought that you would be. Where are you going? I already know. Oh, okay. Thank hey, you. Can you open that door a little more? I'm still hot in here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Yeah, no. Nobody's taking off their clothes, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody. So. We're early. Uh, yeah, I, I did change yeah, in here. You got it bright in Woo, here, man. Got to put on shades. When whenever I take my shirt off, it you hear bright. there goes the great white north. Birds come out chirping, <laughs> but they're wearing sunglasses. <laughs> they're like, wait a minute, I thought the sun was out. No, <laughs> Rob just took his shirt off. <laughs> That's what we're seeing. Yeah. Hey, so the leaf. Go ahead and t- tell Man, us a little it, more. Tell them, tell, tell them where it's at, where they can find it, and in the show he, notes, he's gonna say it's eleven. <laughs> were you, you were here for that? Where you? I've heard it. Yes. Downtown Abilene. Like you said, man. If you if you're within, it went from thirty to fifty miles now. Out of leaf, 
it's the perfect place to come. Like today was my first day back in a while, and it was the same atmosphere, the oh. same love, man. It was just like, <sighs> where have I, I been you know, all my you, life? You know what I think, though, when we talk about the leaf? What's that? I think guys that hear it all the time, I think that they're probably like, yeah, yeah, we get it. No, the you don't. place you go to is great. Thanks for making mine suck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to the owners. <laughs> no. and, and you know what? I'm going to bring this up. Uh-oh. And I'm not going to name the shop, okay? But I went to another shop recently. Uh-huh. Dude, I, I I was literally saddened by what I experienced. Okay. I, I go in, and I'm like, you know what? They always have something that we don't care. Yeah. I was hoping... For the signature series, Kristoff. Okay. But they didn't have them. But dude, the humidor was in shambles. I was, I was, I was, I felt bad. And I was like, you know, I get it. When you have a regular clientele that doesn't give a shit, that's but, what you cater to. But right. Well, I mean, they get used to it mm-hmm. and they're dedicated. I mean, even if Jay ran the leaf like a piece of garbage, we would still go. Because yeah, that's the but only place we can. fortunately, Jay doesn't do that. No. It's, Jay it's totally different. It's about the experience. Yeah. And so you have the regular guys that are going to come no matter what. Mm-hmm. But the guys looking for an experience, they're not going to come back. Nope. And it made me just saddened to see the the great possibilities that yeah, are lost. there. Yeah, that are lost. Yeah. And I was, it just it makes you thankful that we don't Ooh. have that. We we are blessed. I mean, I I don't know of an aspect of the leaf that I'm like, well, I wish they wouldn't do that. Or I wish well, you know what? There's a couple of people that they let in. <laughs> Scott Fritz. Just stop, man. Stop. Dude. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. But it was just like today you made that uh suggestion about something. Jay was like, Oh, I already got that. Just, I just put it out. Boom. And we were like, Wow. <laughs> wow. I, he had I, already thought dude, of it. Dude, I was even offering to pay for yeah, one. And he's and like, he no, was like, got, it. got it. Put Boom. it. I'll just put it out now. And I was like, Wow. <laughs> wow. He's still thinking of the leaf as if he was a consumer, right? What would I want here? What would I like to see here? What would I like to do here? And, and so, I just like I love it. So man. It, whenever I think of the leaf and I compare it to all the other shops that I've been to or I go, it raises the bar so high. Oh yeah, because when you walk in the door, you 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 grade them on what we have at the leaf. All That's right. what I do. Right. I walk in the door, and if it's not, first of all, I want that atmosphere as soon as I walk in the door. Are they greeting you? Are they even paying attention to you walking in the door? Like at the Leaf, even though I, I'm a regular, but before I was a regular, when we, they were over there on, uh, what was it, 3rd Street? Yeah. They did the same thing there. They greeted you as you came in the door. Made sure, hey, I, I see you. I see that you are here. Thank you for coming in. you know in. what? It's the little things. Yeah, that's what it was Dude, to me. Dude, it is the little things because anybody can do the big things. Yeah. But it's that that commitment to the experience that they have that a lot of places don't have anymore. It's the ice. And I, and I do know that. I'm not saying there's not a lot of great shops because mm-hmm. I, I there's some shops that I really like going to, but when I compare those shops to the Leaf, they might have like the same of this as what the Leaf has, uh-huh. but they don't have this. Yeah. Or they might have this, but they don't have that. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And so the Leaf is the complete shop. <laughs> True. I mean, see, well, and see? Corey's see? talking about another line coming in. See? They just brought back Sokka. Ah. 
I, I, in fact, I showed Casey where they are because I told her about them last night. And she's like, I don't know where those are. So I had to go in and be like, boom. Here they are. Right here. That's the so, blessing of the place, man. Absolutely. Hey, so anyway, that's enough about the leaf. If you want to know more, look down in the show notes, and you can call their phone number, and they will hook you up with anything that they possibly have. And if they don't have it, they'll probably be able to tell you where you can get it. So anyway, uh, I wanted to give a big shout-out to one of the Patreons. Talk about them. You know, I was keeping tally of Patreon member of the year. Uh-huh. And this dude just scored big. He sent me and you a yeah. bag of cigars, yes. and not just any bag. This pull out that bag and tell everybody what's in that bag, because that those there's some things that are missing. I, I I sent a message to Zeka today, and I said thank you for the best Christmas gift that I have gotten and will get this year. Because like, dude, nobody could like pick me out a bag of cigars. Like this bag, the the ALR Rocky Patel. Nah. That's like one of the very few Rockies that I love. What is that? <laughs> is that this is that's a is that a payback? Nope, it's the uh, Room One Hundred and One Limited to Ecuador. Oh, H Town, dude. That's a. I don't usually like Lanceros, but that's a larger ring yes, gauge. Sir. Let me see that. I mean that's that's like as a Lancero, that's impressive. Oh, that special edition right there. Yep. Dude, all these cigars are like badass. I've never even seen this. Aganos Leaf. Oh, dude, I'm excited about that one. That one I've never had before. Here, take this stick back or I'll light it up. I'm, I will reach and grab it. <laughs> And oh, this is the one that Jay ate for seven years. Seven years. Seven years. And then where is the... Uh, oh, it's at home. You already put that away. To never come out. Are you serious? Yes, I told you. I'm a, so tell I'm, everybody what that was. A, uh, it was the original. You know, release of the Amazon Basin. And that was like seven years yes, ago. Yes, sir. And like 2014. Yeah. And uh, I told Rob, I said, I'll look at it again in 2024 when it's 10 years old. Because... It's hard to get them. Those that are there now are, it's, I mean, it's done. So when you get one that's an original release, that's a special edition to me because I love Amazon Basin. Everybody know that. I love me an Amazon Basin. And to get an original release, it's already seven years old. Right. Oh, come on, baby. Come on. I put that in the bottom of the locker. <laughs> I, I, I don't have my cigars with me, <clears throat> but a lot of them were the same. Yeah. But all of them, like, I didn't even know oh, the, meat. The, the the red meat lovers, red yes, meat the lovers. box press. Yeah. And that coach, uh, the Placencia 149 Cosecha. Yes, yes, sir. Dude, that, I didn't, never even knew they made those. Because you was talking about what was the, the 146, which yeah. is the silver. Yes. I When I saw that in the bag, I was like, is that Placencia? <laughs> and I love how you did my bag. He had it sealed, and the seal said, if it's molested, Rob has been in there. <laughs> <laughs> and my bag said, the Lubuckian. Lubuckian. The Lubuckian. <laughs> so, anyway, you know what? Thanks, Zeka. That yes, was sir. 
Yes, sir. I'm telling yeah. you, it's the best Christmas gift I got oh, this year. Man. I'm not going to tell Thank my you, wife that, <laughs> but uh, you knocked it out of the park. Yes, sir. If yes, sir. I owe you a little something, something. Don't go there. Brian's good for it. Nope. Don't anyway, go there. Uh, no, we're not going to go there. Thank you. Not down there. No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's uh, talk about McAuliffe cigars. <sighs> Dude, McAuliffe is still hitting it out of the park. In fact, I was talking about them today with, was it? Was it you? Yeah, I I, I told uh, Corey, uh-huh. and you know, I don't want to bash on anybody, but there's a certain cigar lounge, and to oh, me, yeah. when you go in their lounge, they don't have anything that I want to smoke. Mm-hmm. It's all like, you know, Cohibas and, uh, you know, Macanudo, Monte Cristo. Not the McAuliffe, but But then they have the McAuliffe. Yes, they do. And I'm like, if y'all didn't have the McAuliffe in here, I wouldn't even come here to smoke. (laughs) I'm serious. They literally only carry, like, top-name brand cigars that, you know, is the staple of the tradition, Mm -hmm. which I don't care for. Yeah, because you find so many jewels with boutiques. Why would you just... It's like pigeonholing yourself, man. Why'd you do that? Right. Because there's a... As you said earlier, a plethora. <laughs> well, I mean, I've never smoked a Cohiba that I liked. I think I uh-huh. probably smoked about four or five. Okay. And, you know, I, I, at one time I was young and I didn't know. Yeah. And I thought, oh, hey, that's a $20 stick. I'll, yeah. I'll buy that. And I didn't know if it was good or bad yeah. because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but Say, so now that you're grown. Yeah. I mean, and I've smoked the $250 Cohiba. I have never smoked that one. It was a gift, and mm-hmm. uh, it came from Cuba. It was, I think, it was the Binky or something like that, mm-hmm. Behinky or something like that. Maybe it was that dude that shot Reagan. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, Inkly. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the name of it exactly, but uh, I two hundred fifty bucks. I thought it was a five dollar stick. Wow, I was not impressed. Wow. But you never say that about the McAuliffe line, though. dude. I mean, all day never. long. Yeah. I mean, pick. Spin around and pick one of the cigars, <laughs> and you're not going to go Mm-mm. and get a bad cigar. Nope, you're not. And the thing about it is $4 to $42. 4 to 42 And a, a, a cigar for every palate. And so, you know what? If you have never done this, and I know the ambassadors are doing it or have done it, is make your way across the, the entire, entire line. Yeah. But for a newer cigar smoker, I highly recommend that you do that because it is a journey in itself. Most definitely. I mean, you're going to cover the entire spectrum of what is out there, and it lets you learn the differences and what you really like. You're guaranteed to grow two levels of your palate going through that line. You are. Absolutely. You're guaranteed. And you'll understand a little bit more the nuances. And, and you can't say that about all cigar oh, companies. Oh, heck no. Nah. Because, I mean... Let's just throw it right out there. I mean, if you were to smoke all of the Rocky Patel cigars, you wouldn't remember one from the other mm-hmm. because there's a million different ones. Yeah, you'd only have to get. It's to It's not the- a journey; it's a descent. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Rocky. Rocky, I'm kidding. Kidding, Rocky. Oh <laughs> no, I. You know, well, we won't have him. For- <laughs> you know what? I, like I said, the ALR. Yes, I, that's, sir. I want to see Rocky do more of that. That is a bad stick. I. That's. I mean, it's night and day from all his other stuff. Oh, and yes, and I'll tell you the other Rocky that I really do like. And it's uh, probably one of the cheapest ones they have. Okay. The Maduro Edge. Edge, yeah. It's I like a $7 stick. And I, I picked up a couple at the Leaf about two weeks ago. And 
I had forgotten, but it lasted for like an hour and a mm-hmm. half. Dude, that was a, a good walk. It's a good walk, bro. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, I remembered that I used to like these. Yeah. I tried them again, and I was like, yep, I still, still like them. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you don't enjoy some of the stuff you smoked yeah, tell way truth. back when. Alpha. Oh, shut up. Bro. Alpha dog. <laughs> Alpha dog. <laughs> you got team Delta and Alpha dog. Alpha dog. So. Anyway, uh, if you haven't signed up to be an ambassador, look down the show notes. Shut you can up, follow the up, link up, and become an ambassador. Get your own coin with your yes, own sir. number on yes, it. Sir. And I just want to say this. If you haven't taken the tour of the entire line, you're missing out. Missing it's, 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 out. Totally. It's, it's really a great journey. And you know, the great thing about it is the price point on McAuliffe is not going to break, uh, break the bank. Four to 42. I mean. It's easy. You can smoke the whole line and be like, you know, you're only smoking one or two a week. Mm-hmm. And won't be broke. In six months, you will have smoked the entire line, and you'll be like, I love this. Mm-hmm. I love this. And I remember this. And, and now that, taste. that you know that the quality is there, it's a go-to. Every time. Every time. That's what I love about them, man. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to dive into... Our pick six. <laughs> Do you have yours ready? You know, I have to because you, you're going to make me go first no matter what. <laughs> I, you don't have to go first. Yeah, right. Okay, you do. I know. Number one this week is going to be the Arturo Fuente Rare Pink Double Perfecto. You have a picture of it? I have never smoked that. Uh, well, let me see that again. What is that? Say that again. Arturo Fuente Rare Pink. That's in the uh, the pack mm-hmm. for uh, Cigar Good Rights of America. of America. How was that? Because I saw a picture of that, and I was like, you know what? I, I want to know more about that. You know more by tasting. That is a bad stick, man. It's a bad. I mean, I forgot whenever I saw a picture of it, the somebody. Mocha notes, the, uh, it has a little spice, more like a black pepper versus a white pepper. But I'm talking about it's mellow all the way through. And I was like, man, this is a bad stick, dude. I loved it. Number two was a blessing to me because I can't get it. And when it comes my way, I'm going to enjoy it. Roma Craft Wonderlust. So let's just break it down. (laughs) What happened earlier today? (laughs) I was back in... The Havana room at the Leaf, and I see what he's smoking, and I go, what is that? that? And he says, it is what you think it is. And I was like, dude, where did you get that? Uh, I'm not telling. And he goes, hey, man, I got another one. You can have it. And and what I say? He said, no, that's too rare and too good. I I said, no, I got another one. You know what? And I appreciate that you would do that, Mm -hmm. but- you know, even whenever I was in high school, <laughs> we got to go back that we, far. <laughs> this is how far back this resonates with okay. my soul. Okay. So there was this girl named Dickie. No, oh, I'm just kidding you. That, that was I'm joking. But no, like you remember, like you smoked in high school cigarettes. Nope. Okay, I did, uh-huh. and you kept them in your shirt pocket. Mm-hmm. And every Tom, Dick, and Harry would come around and like a bum a smoke. Mm-hmm. But what was the one rule? 
You don't take the man's last nope. cigarette. And that was the one you that you take and turned upside you down. You don't even ask. <laughs> nope. Right. Like, if someone says, can I get a smoke? You're like, oh, I just got one. And they go, well, can I have it? You punch them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, you're not a man. You don't understand the rules. So, so that, I, I, I'm not going to take the last wonderlust that you have. I was giving it to I you. I understand. But okay. I still, that I can't do that. Okay. My but last? no, that that's a hell of a that's a hell of a stick. Oh, I, you know, I haven't had one of those probably in like three years, <laughs> and I passed up one yep. because I would not do that. Well, I'll thank you later. Yeah, <laughs> when you're smoking it, you'd be like, "Well, he did give me that one <laughs> he dog." Didn't give me that. Yep. <laughs> I had to throw out before Willis, which is literally fifty feet. Fifty feet couldn't make it. The last was a Crown Heads Series E. And that's what I was smoking when I came in. Yeah, let me see that. That's that's a crown head. Yep. Where did you get that? <sighs> it was a blessing given to me. Well, I know, but who? Seika. Nice, nice, very nice. Seika. I've never seen that band. Mm. From here, it almost reminded me of Eddie Van Halen's guitar. <laughs> <laughs> the way he's looking. Yeah, the show, way he's, show, yeah. show Corey. Doesn't that look like Eddie Van Halen's guitar? <laughs> he was laying like that. Yeah, I was like, play a banjo. No, <laughs> we're not playing banjos. So, so that was my three. Good list, man. Yeah. Smoking some good stuff. It is the holidays. Most definitely. Got to enjoy it. And, you know, I, I don't know about you, but when I'm on vacation, I tend to ramp up the quality of cigars I smoke. Oh, okay. Do you? No. You smoke whatever, and whenever, whenever, whenever. See, like during my normal <laughs> weeks of just the grind, the, re- the routine, I have my go tos, yeah. and I pretty much, you know, there's probably like eight or nine different cigars that I smoke on a regular rotation. Uh-huh. But whenever I'm on vacation, I'm like. I deserve better. <laughs> I deserve more. I need to step this up. Right. <laughs> because it's vacation. Yeah, I got you, bro. It's like great cigars elevate your time off. Yeah, I can agree with that. I you know can. what I mean? Yes. And, no, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm working my ass off and I need a stick that says, hey, man, good job. Yeah. Wait you know, you, you yeah, I do. He said you work your ass off. <laughs> I know he's never seen it, but uh, yeah, I mean, I get that. But like, if I smoked upper echelon cigars all the time, mm-hmm. it's like it kind of takes away that specialty. Yeah, gotcha. You know what I mean? I gotcha. To where when I get one, like this, the Patriarch, uh, I'm not smoking these every day. Nope. But on a special occasion, on Which vacation, is your vacation, right? Gotcha. I'm going to enjoy what I consider to be right. the best. So what were your three this week? Because, you know, everybody's waiting for this uh, this phenomenal list. <laughs> so, first of all, right out the gate uh-huh. was a Padron 1926 Ooh. Natural. Here he goes. Now, have, you, have you smoked very many of the Natural? Nope, I haven't smoked very many. But you, I, you were smoking I smoked, one. I smoked. Yeah. yeah, and I smoked one. Was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday when you were working, dude. He was getting his ass kicked. <laughs> Old man Bill walked in and was like, "Here, take my coat. I got to go help Corey." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "It's busy up yeah. there." And I was like, "He's got it." <laughs> this is when I was trying to figure out the decaf. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey, Corey's trying to make decaf coffee for Larry. 
And I'm like, dude, just pour the regular coffee in his cup. He won't know. You'll be bouncing off the walls. <laughs> Which would be fun to see. Yeah. No, so anyway, it was the, uh, what was it called? Uh, the Hermosa? Anyway. Yes, it was, it was. It, yeah. And it was a, I mean, I want to say it was like a four-inch cigar. Mm. Yeah. And so I had never, or at least I don't remember the last time that I had uh-huh. smoked a natural. Okay. Like, I always go for the Maduros. Maduros. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it was fantastic. Good. Good. It, it, it still had the signature Padron, mm-hmm. like you're going to get on any 26, yeah. but it was not that regular leathery style flavor that gotcha. i get from the madura gotcha. you know what i mean gotcha. but dude it was it was lights out and i i don't remember how much it was like 20 22 somewhere like that and i was like he really splurges. i am splurging he man splurges. it's like i don't get to very often and so when i do i'm gonna, gonna enjoy it go to the leaf yes, kick back <laughs> and enjoy it and so uh then number two on my list this week okay is it's actually this cigar, but in the Robusto. Oh. I had that. Dude, I actually enjoy the Robusto even more. Mm. But I've only had two in this size, which I don't know if this is actually called a Toro or something different because it's it's a little bit longer gotcha. than most Toros. You know what I mean? It, it's like six and a half, almost six and three quarters. So I would, I don't know if you would call that. Oh, Bryant has to pee. We'll be right back, folks. (laughs) Hey, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back from Bryant's Pot Break. (laughs) So I was in the middle of talking about the Tabanero Patriarch. Yes, sir. The Robusto. Yes, sir. Dude. That's how you know I'm on vacation. <laughs> I smoked one of those with my coffee yesterday morning. Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I got up and was like, I'm starting this fucking day out right. I'm starting this day you out right. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, dude, when you light up a Patriarch first smoke of the day, mm, mm. the day's going to be good. It's going to be a hard day to top it. Hey, you know what? You start drinking bourbon. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I'm just keeping it going. Ain't nothing wrong it's with it, It's funny because, yeah. Ain't I'm nothing on wrong vacation, with it, man. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with it. Enjoy yourself. You worked hard enough to get this vacation. Oh, so. man. Can't wait for another one. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know how you are, but, like, I get nine days off. I know you're on, like, a sabbatical, but... <laughs> I get nine days, and at day eight, I start getting depressed. (laughs) Like one day, my wife came out in the backyard and was like, why do you got that gun in your mouth? Oh, my God. It's a joke. You need to stop that joke. (laughs) Dude, people are so sensitive. I get 10 hours a month. Uh, You know what? I I get five weeks, and I know know that's a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't get sabbaticals. So. <laughs> well, that's because I do a lot of I work a lot, and I get that. Comp, I don't get paid for overtime. I get comp time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where that's where a lot of my, as you say, sabbaticals come from because I got all this comp time, and I can't let it burn because you either use it or lose it, and I'm not gonna give it back to him. Nope. I worked. I'm gonna take it. So. Oh no, a hundred percent. I mean, I, I I know guys that like don't take their comp time, <laughs> and me. I'm like, hey, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Not me. 
I'm going to use it. Actually, I'm like, can we siphon some of that compound over over my way? Thank you. (laughs) Because I will take all you will give me. I'll take it all for for nothing, Alex. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, if you haven't tried the Tabanero Patriarch, you know, the thing about it it is this one's 50 bucks, but the Robusto's 28. Uh And like, maybe that's why I like it better. (laughs) But, you know. You at for twenty eight bucks, you get to have the taste of a fifty dollar yes, cigar, and you get to enjoy. And it. I and I like Robustos ninety percent of the time. Yeah, that's true. Everybody Over, knows you. I mean, you know, I went from the six sixty to the <laughs> six by forty six, yes. <laughs> and so you know that's just where I am. And you know, I know some guys that like bigger sticks. I know some guys that like smaller sticks. That was the setup. That <laughs> <laughs> was the setup, and I'm not going there. All right, all right, all right. So number three, my number three, and I think this cigar gets overlooked. People know it's good, uh-huh. but they they pass on it more than what they should. Now I want to know what this one is. This is AJ Fernandez Diaz de Gloria. Oh heck yeah! To me, that's the pinnacle of AJ. You know what I mean? I got you. I mean, I'm you know I'm a huge fan of what AJ does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know any like real cigar smokers that have ever said I don't like AJ. I can't think of any either. I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, have I ever heard anybody say I mean, I, I've, I've heard people say, I don't like that brand, or I yeah. don't like that brand, but I've never heard someone say, I don't like AJ's work. That's correct. Because it spans <sighs> every palate. Every palate. Even, even like, guys that don't like the strong and uh-huh. bold, because he does a lot of bold work, but he does intricate work as well. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, I think the... Uh, Dias de Gloria is the pinnacle of his okay. cigars for presentation. Now, I'm not that? a big fan of the box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the box is too big. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You talk about I, that. <laughs> I, I want a box that doesn't take up any more room than what it needs to to hold the cigars <laughs> because my humidor only holds oh, so, so many, many boxes. Yeah. So it has to sit in by itself on the top shelf and nothing else can go up there. I don't like that. But shrink you, it. You love the sticks. So, I, the, I, so you deal with I, it. I you know what? I deal with it because I do yeah. really enjoy the cigar. You had a good list too, bro. Hey, thanks. A man. real good list. You well, started off trying to Trying to showboat on me again. No, no, no. I, but that's Patron what I... Patron 1926. That's just because... But I understand. Though. That's just because it's vacation. Yeah, and, you sold us. You and know, if I'm going to pick the top three... You're going to get your, your, your dynamite. And you I know? mean, I, I could go on and on because yeah. it's been a good two days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do smoke eight a day, so yeah, you could go on and on. <laughs> I, I could do another ten. Mm, my goodness. My goodness. Eight a day, though. I sit back and I think about it. Just like, man, after I get like two or three, three at the max in me, I'm done. I'm done. And I'm sitting there looking at you and you still lighting up another. I'm like, does this dude ever stop? You know the difference? What? Strength training. (laughs) Strength training. (laughs) Strength training. Like this. (laughs) You know? You keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. One runs out, put another one in. That's true. Because I've seen you do that, especially at the old leaf. We'd be sitting at that, that uh, checkerboard table, the chess table, whatever it is. And he'd get rid of one. As soon as he put that one down, he's pulling another one up. I'm like, wait a minute, you just put a stick down. He said, yeah, I got to keep going. I'm like, I'm this like, dude I'm like, here. I'm like a bolt action. 
I was like, man, but those are some good days, though, man. You remember that? Oh, dude, I do. And you know what? It's funny because I was telling a story earlier today about the old leaf. You know what I mean? And it's like the old leaf, like, you know how much we love the new leaf? Yes. The old leaf was, in essence, cheers. I, true, because you walk in the door and everybody knew your name. <laughs> Rob, I mean, I mean, Rob. Yeah, it, it, it was that. Man. Now, and I love that. Man. But what they've done now to elevate your experience, mm-hmm. it's like night and day. Yeah. I mean, it's a completely it's a different, different place mm-hmm. because the old place was kind of shabby. <laughs> It was just old. Shabby old? <laughs> it was just old. I was trying to be nice. That's why he moved, because that couldn't hold his ideas. Dude, dude. <laughs> how, about, how about the Havana room uh, at the old place? The old there leaf. was mold. Wait a minute. The leaf, the old leaf, is the Havana room. <laughs> the size, the intensity, the environment. Every, it's like you, you go to the Havana room, you don't want to leave. Right. <laughs> you don't want right, to leave. Right. The old place, I'm going to tell you, and, and I, 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 I've never told anybody this, Corey, but when I would bring special friends, like from out of town, to the old leaf, and it was like, oh, we got to go back in the Havana room, you know? It was kind of embarrassing yeah. that there was these stains on the <laughs> ceilings from like 1962. But you know what? It was still like when it wasn't having guests over, it was just home. It was wild because at one time Jay tried to replace those tiles and then they got stains in the same spot. Like, did you do it? He's like, yeah, I replaced them. He looked at him like, but then they look the same. (laughs) Same stain, same drip, same spot. But. It was that couch. And man. that and that ceiling was probably like eight feet eight tall. Eight feet tall. And then Larry and, and Larry that, used to walk in there and be ducking. <laughs> yeah, I mean the ceiling was eight feet. It had like a huge air conditioner vent thing yeah. sucking air mm-hmm. in and one blowing it out and it was noisy and you know, now you go back in the Havana room and the ceilings are like twenty feet tall. And, How tall and, are they? I think there's fourteen or sixteen. Fourteen or sixteen feet. And then you got those beautiful human uh, air suckers, as oh, you call yeah, them. Oh, yeah, the air suckers. That are quiet. <laughs> that are quiet. Yeah. So you don't have to yell over them. You just talk, and you can hear each other. And then they have the system that's Bluetooth now, so you can come in there and you can pipe in your own music, and you're just sitting back there, you're like, Unless Larry's there, because he takes over. <laughs> he comes in there, and it's all his music. But Larry's like, he, he, he go the gamut. He from country to everything except for art, uh, rap. He ain't gonna play no eight, no uh, hip hop. He, he's not. He really? No, because he ain't into that. He's not. Really? But I love everything he plays except for the country <laughs> because it, it hits everything that I've heard as a kid growing up. That's just like when Junior came in there. When Junior came in there, this dude had a library of music that was so large, and you, you say like. I know he doesn't have this. And you, you just come up with a wild name of a song that you heard like when you were in the fifth grade. Oh, I got that. And he pull it up. I'm like, dude, what don't you have in here? He's like, man, I work outside. He said, all I do is listen to my music. So I got to have 
a large and he was in the car group and he said there's certain things we have to play for that i just looked at this dude i said man this is crazy but it was great you know what i'm saying because you got everything right that's the that's the atmosphere the environment that the cigar every cigar lounge should get not just the leaf but well, every you know, cigar that's lounge one of the get. things that i mean even for the leaf they make it to where you get to do what you want to do because yeah. you can go back in the Havana room, link up your phone, and play the music but you, you want to listen to. You want to listen to, and then like you should have seen three TVs. Hey, you should have seen Joel's face <laughs> back there in his little corner one morning when I put on Cypress Hill. He did. <laughs> he looked up like, "What is that?" <laughs> Who are they, who's playing that? And he looked at me. I was like, nope. <laughs> I pointed right to Rob. And he just had this look like, Rob? Yeah, that's Cypress Hill, baby. That's our time. Yeah. That's that our was, time. That was growing up, man. <laughs> yes, and so, but anyway, you know, Joel comes strolling in this morning. You were yeah, there. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I told, did you hear me ask me, hey, have you ever been like dressed up like Santa? Yeah, he said, no. No, 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 no. I was like, dude, you would make a hip Santa. Like, nope. Not going to do that. <laughs> he's got a white beard. He's got white, white hair. hair. He wears it in a ponytail. <laughs> you can he see wears Joe glasses, but he'd be that. that what was that uh, movie with uh, 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 what's his name that was in uh, Monster Ball? Well, that doesn't help me. Billy Bob, <laughs> bad Santa. Was it bad? Oh Santa? no, that was Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> wasn't it bad Santa? <laughs> that's who Joe would be. <laughs> Come on over here and let me get off my lap. <laughs> Damn kid pissed on me again. <laughs> I can see you saying that, man. Everybody go. Santa's done. Hey, so let me ask you this. Uh, do you watch a lot of Christmas movies during the season? I have to. Do you? Yeah, my wife is. That's her thing. Dude, let me tell you something. You think it's your wife's thing. It's not. Whose is it? My wife. Oh. I think she squeezes in about 30 Christmas movies a season, if not more. My Every wife time too. I walk through the living room, I'm like, I don't even know that one. And then you, I find new Christmas movies because I like to watch. I'm a movie man. I like to watch. I've never seen that one before. It's a Christmas movie. Then she sit down. Right. If it's an action movie, she leave. Nah, nah, nah. But I say it's a Christmas movie. She sat down. I was like, but you don't like what I like. She said, I want to see this. You said it was a Christmas movie. I shouldn't open my mouth. <laughs> what What about the uh, the uh, Christmas movie that's uh, Die Hard? Yeah, that's a Christmas movie. I know, but does she see it as no? She yeah. sees it as an action movie. It is an action movie, but it's a Christmas. It's a Christmas action. movie. Mm-hmm. It's a Christmas movie. She's like, no, it ain't his action. It's like, no, this is a. Christmas. I mean, it starts out Christmas. I mean, he's in town to deliver <laughs> a gift, and he goes to and meet his makes, wife where, and he makes sure that that gift gets delivered. Yeah, he but he goes to see his wife where at a Christmas party. Right, <laughs> it's all about Christmas. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. It's a Christmas movie. Yippee ki <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, man. Boom. <laughs> So, have you seen any Christmas movies this year that you hadn't seen before? Yeah, I saw one. It's 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 a and was Christmas. It good. It was good to me. It was good to my wife. So, okay, it's, it was called a uh, throwback Christmas. It's, it's a weird Christmas movie, but it's about a girl and her uh, husband is a butthole. 
And she just she's going through all this crazy stuff. And then she meets a guy that she went to school with that she because she was a cheerleader and he was a nerd. He's like, yeah, I introduced myself to you like a hundred times. She's like, really? He's like, yeah. He said every time I would pray that you will remember my name. And then she, you know, she realized the life. She said she made a wish and she got to go back to high school as a teenager. And she blew him. No, she didn't oh. blow him. <laughs> that would have been a Christmas gift. But at the end of the movie. When she came back to a grown-up, she was with the dude that was the nerd in high school, and her life was a lot better. And so it was, it was like she went back in time. Yes, yes. And then had a completely different life. Totally different. She remembered his name, and the dude was like... Now, was she married at the time? Yeah. And the dude she married was her high school sweetheart. <laughs> so so she, she went back and, and did not him. date that dude. Nope, dumped him and went with this dude. What a whore. No. What a whore. <laughs> this dude caught a whore. <laughs> She had a commitment in the future. Right. <laughs> she was back in the past. She's like, I don't want that commitment. Hey, hey, but <laughs> she made a change. If you went from the future to the past, you still made that commitment. No, she just made a different choice. The choice was still there. She's like, okay, I can go with dude, but I know the outcome of this one. Or I can go down this route. Hey, and see how this she, would be. She marries the nerds, and six like six years later, she's like, "Why is there a baby's foot in the no in the fridge? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Who said a baby's foot in the fridge? It's like no, no. Damn, we're changing our kid's name to Stumpy. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It was a good movie, man. It was a look. I good think it movie. would be fun to take a movie like that and twist it in the end oh to where people are like, "Oh my god, that was." Halloween film. <laughs> it's supposed to be Christmas. They were, do- they were doing a lot of killing this Christmas. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. I was watching something and uh, they had a, a Santa Claus. He said, ho, 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 about seven times. She, the lady was like, that wasn't that many hoes in Christmas. <laughs> Apparently, you didn't go to the same school I did. I was like, wow. But man, Christmas, I, I get the understanding of it. It's just like, it's so melancholy you know what the 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 movies you know the movie i love uh the one with um chevy chase no the old dude um well that that could be a no it's an old movie the old dude where he went back in time too nicholas cage no yeah no jimmy 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 fallon <laughs> Give me something to work with. Oh, I, Jimmy Stewart. Stewart. You're talking about It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Okay. That's a good movie. That, to me. that is that's probably a, one of good the movie best me. Christmas oh, movies man. of all time. You man. know, but originally it was it was actually released in July. It wasn't released in <laughs> Christmas. And it was a flop because it was released in the summer. Oh, uh, because it was all about Christmas too. Right. And yeah. But it wasn't released as a Christmas film. It was re- released It was in just the, the story of a guy, you know, figuring out who he was and what yeah. was important to his soul. Yeah. And it was a flop. But wow. now it's become one of the greatest it's of the, all time. It's a cult classic. Yeah, man, that's my wife's favorite yeah, Christmas movie. I love movie. that movie, man. I do. You know what my wife's favorite movie is? Coal Miner's Daughter. <laughs> you ever seen that movie? No. Do you know who that movie's about? Yeah. Loretta Lynn. Mm-hmm. And I can't watch it. <laughs> I mean, you you think Lebuckians talk away? She, she was talking that way, 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 Aberitians. way. Aberitians. <laughs> Aber who? Aberitians. Where is she from? You know, the Appalachians. Oh, Appalachians. So she oh, said yeah. Appalachians. <laughs> I think it's called the Aberitians. Uh, okay. Maybe. 
If you're from that area, let me know. <laughs> I could be completely wrong. <laughs> Don't Ab- get mad Ab- at them. Aborigines <laughs> could be like those people that live in the middle of uh, Australia. Those are Aborigines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're getting close. <laughs> we're we're getting closer by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> I missed this, man. <laughs> I did. I missed this, man. Oh, dude. He said, cold minded. You know what my favorite movie is? Usual Suspects. Oh, that that is like in my top five. Usual Suspects. Number two is the Godfather series. I, I'm i down. That's in my top five that's as well. My, that's my two, man. You don't have five? No. Wow. I love everything after that, but those two, if they're on, leave me alone. Yeah. Don't come I, talking I, to I, me. I have probably about 10, 15 films that mm. if I walk through the living room and it's on, it's over. It's over. Sitting down. Yeah, I'm I got, done. I got Everything else is over. Drink, and I'm like, <laughs> I ain't seen this in a while. And then leave me be. Oh, yes, man. So, I mean, have you seen The Town? Yeah. That's yeah. one of mine. That's a good movie. Uh, Heat. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the uh, Doc Holiday movie? Uh, Tombstone. Tombstone. Are you a fan of that? It's all right with me. It's all right with me. I, I didn't know if like, I like cowboy. Do you? Movies. Yeah, okay. I do. You know, not everybody likes a western. Yeah, I do. And I grew up on the old westerns, like with Clint Eastwood of yeah. the Outlaw Josie Wells. Mm-hmm. That was that's probably the pinnacle. Like if that's on, I'm done. What about Good, Bad, and the Ugly? Eh, it's okay. Okay, you know that was more of the spaghetti westerns, yeah. and I enjoyed that. But when he moved on from those, it really got more outlaw depth. Josie Wells, yeah, outlaw you. Josie Wells, got dude. You. Mm. Got you, got you. Oh, high plane drifter. drifter. That yeah. that's another good one. I, I mean, paint the town red. I've never seen that one. He paints. He has the city paint the entire town red. Wow. He's there to save them because he's a gun hand. Uh-huh. And they've been tormented by these criminals. But what they don't know is when he was an innocent man, the whole town like kicked him out. They like beat him up and tortured his family. Uh-huh. And he comes back. To save him. No. Oh, to get his revenge. To fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> so they painted the whole town red. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, you, and it was like throughout the movie they have flashbacks of like when someone was beating him with a piece of wood that was on fire. <laughs> oh my goodness! But they don't recognize him. Oh, I gotta find this movie, dude. Great classic. I gotta find this movie. You know, and give me your last two. Oh. It's it's hard for me to actually rank them because I have like fifteen of them. But if I'm walking Braveheart, I'm walking through the house. Braveheart's on. I'm, I'm not that. I'm down. I'm not that gleaming over Braveheart. Okay, I, mean, I liked I liked the movie. I liked the premise. It's just it would I'd I'd walk through and see that and keep on going. Okay, I mean that's fair. Yeah, yeah. you know, to me though, it was like it was just brutal. Mm-hmm. It was barbaric. Mm-hmm. It was the essence of what men were back in that time period. Yeah. I mean, there was no guns. No. It was you sword. and your sword or yep. your hammer or, or your, your pitch axe, mm-hmm. whatever you had. And it was war. Yeah. 
And it was really cool, too, though, the way that he had military experience or plans that outmaneuvered the enemy when they had way more soldiers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When he dumped all the hot tar in the yeah. fields and then caught it on fire while all those guys were in it. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't fair. That's not how we do war. That's war. Right. <laughs> War's never and been then, fair. And then when they had him on that cross uh, and they were torturing yeah. him, yeah, and he was like, I'm not going to say I'm sorry. Nope. Not saying Keep it. Going. I Keep mean, it going. I, I, I imagine that it, in today's world, if you had that cross, you would put Dave Chappelle on it. And he would say, I'm, I'm not, not sorry. Say, nope, I'm, I'm not, not sorry. Nope. You can rip my ball sack off. And I'm still going to say. Transgendered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, now give us your. So last. I mean, and that, and that's, and all, all that's in one film. Got you. Got you. And the the ruthless ruler dies knowing, knowing yeah. that his son seed is not in his wife, yep, but, but the, the bad dude food, that he yep. hates. And that's Ooh, the seed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and and the the woman. Re- leans down and whispers in his ear, and you can just see him like having a stroke <laughs> as he's going. Right. So I mean, dude, there was so much in that movie. And now, are you? Does it matter how long a movie is to you? No. Okay. Because I'm, you know, I love The Godfather. I love all of the Quentin Tarantino, whatever his name Tarantino. is, Tarantino, Tarantino mafia films, mm-hmm. and The Irishman. Yeah. I know a lot of people that thought it was an okay movie. I thought it was. It was better than okay. I thought it was like, for what he had to work with, Mm -hmm. the age of the men that were in this movie, Mm -hmm. I thought it was an amazing film. Mm -hmm. It would have been better, you know, when they were in their 30s, but but the guys are old. But you can't create a mobster film to the level that you can with those cast because those are the icons. Yeah. We I, I don't know anybody who does a mafia film that even comes close to that group. You know what I mean? Who else does a mafia movie that's like, yeah, that's as good as The Godfather and nah, it ain't happening. Nah, it ain't. You can it try ain't. just like I love the uh what is it called the father of uh Harlem or the Godfather, the Godfather of Harlem. Harlem. Mm-hmm. That's as close as you can get. <clears throat> And if you guys haven't watched that series, it's on Epics. Yep. That series, to me, is as good as The Sopranos. Okay. And and I put them on the same level. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because. But you, whenever I heard about it, I was like, hey, you know, I'm always down for a mafia. Because yeah, I told you about yeah. it. I, said, I was watching this, and you was like, okay. And then I came back, it was about a Three weeks later, he was like, man, I saw that, and I like." I said, well, season two is getting ready to come out now. <laughs> yeah, because I saw you on, like, Sunday, and then the following Saturday, I was like, I watched the whole season. Yep. <laughs> so it's season two is good ready to come out. And it was it was tough. Now, I think season three just came out. I have not watched Me it neither. at all. I haven't seen it. I want to wait till it's all done. That's how I, I like to watch do it. it all I, the way through. I, I don't like waiting week to week. I can't week. stand that, man. You know, and you know what's funny is they spoiled us <laughs> with that releasing it all at once. Yes. And we could just binge it. And, and then, then they were like, oh, well, these people are canceling service as soon as they're done. Yeah, so we got to spread it out. And so now they space out. them out, but I just don't watch. No, I just wait till you get and it And then when the end, 
I'm gonna binge it all and then cancel. <laughs> now there's some there's some shows I can't do that on. What's that? Ozarks. I've heard about it, dude. <laughs> yeah, they did see it. <laughs> you you never watched Ozarks? No. Nope. Nope. You know what? You're off. Yes. Watch three episodes and let you and know. get back to me. I got you. Okay. Season, I think season four is about to come out in the spring. That's a show that I can't wait till the end because my wife is going to watch it every week. So and I'm, I, I'm like, I don't want to hear any spoilers. So you're going to sit down and watch it with her. Boom. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So for my last movie, though. Okay. And this is probably like not going to rank on anybody's radar <laughs> of a have-to-watch movie. Gotcha. But this movie was the movie growing up that me, my brothers, and my dad always watched together. Yeah, what was that? Young Frankenstein. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that's the comedy of all comedies. I love because he did it in black and white. Had to. and It, could, it would have not <laughs> been a classic if and you would have done it in color. It's just something about... That, gives, that, that adds another one to my list. Gene Wilder... Was amazing. He's a great actor, but, but that film was like from the beginning to the end, just funny, funny. as fuck. You know that that it brought up the one that I actually have to say is my number one, and I, I forgot about it. Mel Brooks. Oh no, you're not going number one with Blazing Saddles. Yes, dude, Blazing Saddles. You cannot watch that. Today. You couldn't even put that in the theater. It had to go into a pornographic theater <laughs> because the things that were done and said in Blazing Saddles would get that movie canceled Dude, today. Let me tell you something. I saw that film as a kid. <laughs> me too. With my parents. <laughs> me too. In the South. And my mama, in the South. My mama told me, no, you got to go upstairs. <laughs> you got to go upstairs. And I sat there on the steps and I kept peeping over. <laughs> That fool, that movie was funny as hell, man. And from know, the beginning to, the, to end. the end. And the thing about it is, you can. But you know what? You can still find it. Oh, I got it. I got it on DVD. Okay, but <laughs> you can still find it, like even renting, which is what I like. Yeah. Because if that offends you, don't rent it. Don't rent it. But if you want to watch it, you should be allowed to. You're an adult. And I'm telling you, it is fun. Even today, everything that was done in that movie was is funny from the beginning to the freaking end. You're going to laugh. Now, now I, I, don't, I don't know that a lot of the today's generation oh, would find it funny. I think they would find it more offensive. And, that, and therefore, it wouldn't be funny to them. My children are in their 20s. And they love Blazing Saddles. My oldest daughter's like, she said, Daddy, I tell my friends about this. And they look at me like, I can't believe how you like that. She said, it's funny. It's funny. Well, We those, don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> I think that those two films, to me, were Mel Brooks' best work. Oh, yes. And Oh, yes. I mean, do you remember... In Young Frankenstein, when his fiance shows up, yes, and they're at the door, <laughs> door. and he and he says, "Wow, what knockers!" <laughs> and the little Igor guy's like, like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, these, no." 
And Today, I don't know. people would take that. They would take so much offense in that. Oh yeah, but it's it's comedy, do man. You, do you remember? Would you like some warm, warm milk? milk? <laughs> no, thank you. Perhaps some Ovaltine. No, thank you, <laughs> dude. That was oh, that's funny, man. Yes, it's yes. funny. It was. He woke up the next morning. She made the sausage for him. He said, "Oh, I can only take two screws." She said, "Oh, I can take more." <laughs> I'm like, but who? Else? Nobody today will see fun in that, man. Do you know that Young Frankenstein is also my favorite cigar movie ever? Ah, did you know that? Ah, I can see sitting now. No, 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 no. You're, because of yeah. Because of the blind man, yeah, that's all he the, had. the monster comes <laughs> yeah. and he's like, I've got I mean, two, two cigars. <laughs> and he gives the monster one and he holds it and he catches the dude's thumb on fire. fire. <laughs> that is funny, man. Dude, I mean, you can't even go there, though. And then what, what was the guy that was Igor with the, with the one big bulging eye? Oh, he was Igor. What yeah. was his name? Oh, I don't know his real name. Oh. I call him Abby Normal. I don't even want to go there. <laughs> I don't want to go there. That whole movie, if you guys haven't watched Young Frankenstein, you're missing out. And I cannot recommend Blazing Saddles, but I will. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I you know, I grew up in the South, and when we saw those movies, it was like received differently down here. Oh. It was more like, hey, those are our people. Marty Feldman, that was his name. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marty Feldman. Oh man, it was just the physical, the physical comedy in both of those movies, and and the wit, the wit, and you had to you had to have a thinking mind to catch some of those jokes because they'd flow over your head like in Blazing Saddles when the old lady brings the pie to him in the window, <laughs> and at the end she said, "Thank you." She said, "But you don't have to talk to me tomorrow," and it. Most people won't understand that. But it was like, she was an older white lady. He was a black guy. He couldn't speak to her in the streets. Right. But I'm going to give you this behind, behind uh, the closed doors, but don't say nothing to me no more. <laughs> it's just, and that's, that was reality. That was reality, but it was funny, man. And it was like, it was, it was satire from the way life was in the 60s. Yes. Because you know, that was legit. And you know who was, was one of the writers on uh, Blazing Saddles? I think it was the one and only Richard Pryor. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I mean, Tell and, the truth. And, and, and it was almost like you needed a black comedian to come over to justify being able to do that. You but know what I mean? he wrote most of the jokes. Right. Like the one with the Ku Klux Klan. Hey, where the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny, man. Yeah. People don't get that, though. They're missing the boat. Sing, singing. She said... Give me a Negro spirit and they start singing something. He's like, no, like Cant Canton Racers. <laughs> I, I don't think I know that one. <laughs> Dude, that was funny. It was funny, man. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, God. That's you know what movie. I, you know, and now you know that I have some racist roots. Yeah. And I don't mean that in that my family was oh, you good? racist in any way. <laughs> But there's things that we didn't know that was were racist, racist mm -hmm. because we just, it was normal. Yeah. And it was, you know, not long ago, I, I told a comparison at the Leaf that turned out to be very racist. I didn't know that. But, but my good friend here said it wasn't racist. 
But my wife and Larry said it was racist. So you're outnumbered. But Larry comes from a different an older, era. An older generation. A different area. Era and, and, we, and a different area. Yeah, yeah. He grew up in Baltimore, yeah. which and is completely different than Lubbock, Texas. And East St. Louis. Right. Totally different. Because East St. Louis is 995% black. <laughs> and things that he got offended by, we didn't get offended by that right. stuff. You know, it's just. So here's the scenario, Corey. You know, on the, when you go into the Havana room and make a right, we're sitting over there. I'm sitting on the end. Ed is sitting here in on the couch, and one arm Matthew is sitting over here. Oh my God! Don't call it dude one arm. And okay, he has two arms, but one of them doesn't work. Anyway, oh my Jesus! Ed is explaining to Matthew how computer networking works. And I said, this reminds me of Br'er Rabbit talking to the tar baby. <laughs> now, those of us that have seen the, the Br'er Rabbit, we understand what you're talking about. Right. It was like, you're, and see, and then my wife says, tar baby is, is a, a racist, racist reference. Mm-hmm. But that's not how I saw it in the movie. Mm-hmm. I saw it as an animate object that the rabbit thought was alive, mm-hmm. but he was brain dead, which that is more like Matthew than a black guy. Oh, my God. I mean, you see? Oh, it went from racist. <laughs> He's going against the handicap now. We're going to lose all our... <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I do, but it's just the way you explain that right now. I'm like, but well, I, but I learned a lesson there I because I have black friends mm-hmm. and I have a wife that tries to keep me on the straight and narrow. <laughs> she tries hard. It's not possible. She tries hard though, boy. But but in my defense, no way, no how would I have ever meant that to be racial. And, and then when you found out how other people felt about it, you like, okay, well, I just won't do that. I won't say that anymore. Oh, well, no. I said I won't say that in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> hey, I always He's say. He's lost me now. <laughs> I, I, I always say know your audience. <laughs> dude, dude, come on, man. <laughs> I told I told him perhaps the racist joke I've ever heard. And he said, yeah, I wouldn't tell that on the show. Yeah, please don't. Please so, don't. but that's that's the inner dynamic that we have because Bryant grew up the same era that I did where none of that shit was off limits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it was funny, it was funny. Mm-hmm. But today... Everything has a limit. And I'm sorry, not sorry. That's <laughs> Dave Chappelle, baby. <laughs> it's, it's everything has a limit. And we grew up in a time where there were we no didn't have limits. to worry about that. Right. No, we didn't. We didn't, man. We, I'm getting, we, we got. We grew up in the golden age yeah, we of got comedy. The, the middle to the end of Richard Pryor, where he was and home. We, he had honed that craft. And we had gotten the end of Red Fox. Red Fox. And then you Dude, get the Red be, Fox in the 70s. The, the people don't know. No. They see Sanford and Son, they think, oh, Oh, he's a nice old man. No. I don't know that they think nice old man. Dude. But no, the dude was funny. He has a video out of a stand-up called Plain Brown Rapper. And it's rated X. It it he got a daggum mug that he's drinking his burp, whatever the heck he was drinking out of. It's shaped like a titty. <laughs> and he's not drinking it from the top. He's sipping from <laughs> he said. 
I don't care what y'all say. Hey, <laughs> and just, it was and it was not bourbon. It was ripple. Ripple. <laughs> but it was just like whatever the hell ripple was. He was a blue comedian because his 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 stuff was it. You, I don't care. Chappelle couldn't do uh, uh, Red Fox stuff no, today. No, 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 no. Nobody no, could do no. his stuff Red today, Red Fox man. was as dirty Ooh. as you could get. Ooh. I mean, and him, I don't know if you know about Dolomite. Oh, yeah. I saw. You know what? I did not know until I watched the movie. Dude. Let me tell you what. Have you seen Dolomite the movie? Dude, gotta see it. You gotta watch it. I, Eddie I Murphy had, gave him, he, he, he did his, he gave Dolomite praise for that movie. I saw the previews to the movie and I was like, not interested. I told him I was like, you and gotta then he watch told it. Told me I gotta watch it. I watched it and I was like, I watched it again because <laughs> because it, it was good. It was it's good. I, I think that was maybe Eddie Murphy's best movie. It ever. is because it ain't all about the comedy. He, it's all about the comedy of a guy who is real. It's about the comic, yeah. Right, and he portrayed the guy spot on, on, and the stuff going on behind the scenes is not funny. Nope. It's real life, and it was during a time where nobody wanted to give this black guy a chance. <laughs> but the comedy was hilarious. I love when he came back in the record store after he had made it as a comic, and he told Snoop, he said, play my record. He thought he was talking about the uh, the uh, the comedy record. Snoop said, I got you. He put on that that song that he had made that nobody listened to, ring-a-ling-a-dong, ring-a-ling. He said, no, man, that ain't what I'm talking about. And Snoop closed the door on him so he couldn't get in there. And he's just sitting there looking like, you mother. <laughs> but that's the way it was. I, I, Eddie Murphy did a fantastic oh, did, job, man. and you know, I kind of lost interest in Eddie Murphy's films because he went down a road that was just silly shit. Yeah, but have you ever seen Mr. Church? I have not. But but let me finish though. I know what you're talking about. Doctor Doolittle and all the rest of them, right? And Dave even and even and even when he was doing the multi personality or people where he was like the, the clumps, black family, the clumps. Yeah. it was like that wasn't funny for me. Gotcha. I, it was like you're, and I get it. You're cashing in. Mm-hmm. You've made a name for yourself. Cash in yeah. because you don't know when it's going to be over. Oh, true. And for Eddie, it's never going to be over. Never. The dude just keeps going and going and going. And who walks in the door? J-Man. <laughs> the master. Hey, so we've, we've kind of drudged on long enough. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk about our other two sponsors. Yes, sir. We got Case Elegance. <sighs> if you're looking for a humidor, look down <sighs> the show notes. And if you use the coin c- code... <laughs> Cigar Talk Coin, they'll, they'll give, give you, you a, 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 you know what, I saw it on my desk earlier, I don't have it over here, but they'll get you a challenge coin that has our logo on one side, theirs on the other, yes, sir. they're coming out with a new coin. Yes, I heard, it's you the, told me. It's the blackout. You told me. And so it's the exact same coin, except it's blacked out on both sides, no color, and it looks badass. See, I want to get, even though they may not have any more, the black, humid, the black army like a humidor. They only have 300. I know. And that coin with it. Oh, bro. Yeah, if you order the blackout <sighs> military locker humidor, let them know that, hey, I want the blackout coin. Coin with it. Oh. They, don't have, they don't have them in stock yet, but, but they're, the, they're coming at the first of the year. Ooh. Let them know you want that one to go with it. And, dude, that, that, oh. Lights I'm out. still jealous that you got the other one. Did, I showed you the picture because I, I, I restocked the, 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 the green locker. Yeah. And I was sitting there looking at it. I was like, man, I know Rob going to be jealous. <laughs> it was just like, 
that that humidor is just it's 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 in a realm of its own. For folks like me and Corey, ex-military, we understand what foot lockers are. For them to make a humidor that makes me want to buy it in a foot locker, I'm like, yeah, y'all did it, bro. <laughs> y'all did it, man. That flat army oh. green. Oh, and then Perfect. they go. Then they go come with a flat black one. I, I think <sighs> I think there's one thing that I would have added, like the old military for the army. Remember the white star yeah. they put on the side of a tank? <laughs> and the that jeep humidor is a tank. It is, man. It's, it is. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, and it's quality. Ah, oh, dude. I took it like I said. It was sitting in the uh, garage when we moved. I took it out, and the sucker was still at sixty eight percent, man. It had sat in the in the in the garage for a month, and I pull it out, and it was still at sixty eight percent. I was like, I ain't even got to re- re-season this. I can just put let, my sticks let, in. There. Let me let me t- let me tell you what you don't know. What's if that? you you may know, but if you don't know, you don't know. Then you don't know. Yeah, we don't know the quality uh, that they do. Uh, it's like a sore pecker. Uh, <laughs> just can't, can't beat, beat it. it. <laughs> And then our other sponsor, look down the show notes, click on show notes, show notes, Case show Elegance, notes. and you'll see all of their amazing humidors. And you know what? You could go on Amazon and find a shit box. Yeah. I did that way, way when I first got started. I spent <laughs> 150 bucks on what was I thought was a cool-looking humidor. Dude, it, it held zero humidity. Wow. The top was like a rounded glass piece. It looked like a treasure chest, you no know. Seal. Oh, dude, yeah, it it was like a breeze going through there. <laughs> my my cigars were asking for sweaters. <laughs> so anyway, uh, who's our other sponsor? Really? Maybe it's Tabanero. <sighs> dude, if you haven't smoked Tabanero, you know the Sun Grown's got my cigar of the year, and it has nothing to do with them being my sponsor. It mm-hmm. is like that's why they're our sponsor, right? Because I, I even I even told I even told Yonko I you know I interviewed him a few days ago, uh-huh. and I said I just want to tell you I love your cigar. Yeah. And you did not win my cigar of the year because you're sponsoring us in any way. Mm-hmm. You're our sponsor because I love, love your cigar. Yes, true. And that's the way I do it. True. And he, you know, he is just like the most modest guy. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank you so much, Rob. But, you know, if I was him, I'd be like, look at what I did, motherfucker. <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> that's, but we, that's me. We lost even more. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, though. <laughs> So no, I you know what I can't say enough about Tabanero yes. and the customer service they provide. And guess what? They're at the Leaf. That's what I was getting ready to say. If you come, if to you Abilene, haven't tried them, <laughs> dude, call, call. Them Jay. Oh, yes. And when you call the number that's in the show notes, ask for Jay. Show notes, say, show notes. hey, is that Jay guy there? Because <laughs> the you Jay know what, ninety percent of the time, dude's there. Ninety nine. 99. We were talking about that in the Leaf this morning, me and Corey, about the lifeline of the shop is Jay and Scott. Scott. Yeah, we, I was sitting there. I forget you're with us sometimes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was racist. <laughs> it wasn't that dark was, in there. That was racist. <laughs> Dude, come on. That was racist. <laughs> come on. I'm, I'm standing on that. That was racist. <laughs> No, oh, man, that's cool. That's cool. After some of the jokes I've told you, Dude, that was racist. No. <laughs> you told that grandfather joke to that man today, 
And then he came with a joke even worse. And I invited him to be on the show. show. He, not one. He came with two even worse. Dude. <laughs> hey, have you ever heard Jerry's, Jerry's jokes? They're good. <laughs> <laughs> and Red Fox dude, Dirty. Dude. And I was he, like, wow. You know what I loved about his jokes is he's old school the way people used to tell jokes. He, he, he paints the you, whole picture. Takes you on a journey. Yes, the whole picture. People don't tell jokes like that anymore. And that's I, why I stand by the grandfather joke. <laughs> Man, your brothers told you not to tell that joke anymore. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Jay, I, I told both my younger brothers that I had started writing some jokes. I told them the first one, they loved it. Told them the second one, they loved it. I told them the granddad Grandfather. joke, and they were like, you should never repeat that <laughs> to anyone. Ever, ever again. again. <laughs> and I was like, that's how I know it's good. Because <laughs> they're not funny. <laughs> so, well, hey, man, I hope you enjoyed the show. We're so glad to have Bryant back. Yeah. It's good to have you. Yes, sir. You know what? There are no other shows that are like the shows that when we're together. Yeah. And <laughs> that's why I brought Lube. <laughs> And that's why Corey is over there. <laughs> you can use that all you hey, want over hey, there. <laughs> fire up the Doolin banjo. <laughs> nah, but anyway, man, I, I've had a great time. I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. And until next time. Keep smoking. Boom. <laughs>